Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all of our sponsors. Derm Dude, hit them up for all your body, beard, and tattoo needs. Gridiron Coffee, thank you, Mr. Brad Lord. Two Pilots Distillery, Kurt and Renee. I can't wait to get that new gear y'all messaged me about today. And by the way, we'll be doing a on-location show with them at their brand-new distillery in the coming up months. Just found out about that. Chris Nobles at Nobles Networking. Hit him up for all your rural internet needs. Williams Tire, go look up the big man over in Danville to take care of all your automotive needs. Red Circle, our management company. Uh, thank you for putting a little change in my pocket and all the corporate sponsors that uh, aired before, during, and after the show. And a uh, big shout out to Project K9 Hero. Come check us out at Nashville Palace, uh, January the 25th in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, today, I'm happy to have somebody on the show that um, I've had them on before with a group and by themselves, and uh, it was a great show. And now she has her own podcast, and uh, I really like this person. I like the vibe she puts out into the world. She's just a cool, cool, cool-ass bad mama from over in Alabama, uh, Miss Jennifer Stanley. How you doing today, darling? I'm good. Oh, shucks. Well, I, I kind of like you, too. Well, you're you're <laughs> one of the... Like, I don't uh, I don't keep up with everybody that's been on the show. Like, some people, I like them, and some people, I just, let's just say in the very nicest way, I don't. I think that they're dumbasses, even when I get done talking to them. I didn't realize how much of a dumbass they were before until I spoke with them for an hour. And mm. uh, you were not one of them. I, I think you're cool. And I like the fact that you took some initiative. And uh, you was like, you know what, I'm going to start my own show. And uh, I'm excited to, to hear a little bit about it. I hadn't got a chance to listen to an episode yet, even though I promised you like two or three times I was going to. I just, I just suck. I just suck as a person sometimes. Well, no, because honestly, my first one, really the only one I've done with a guest, wound up being an hour and a half. So not everybody has an hour and a half to carve out of their time, but you're forgiven. You can download it and listen to it later. I hope a lot of people have an hour and a half to carve out some damn time so they can listen well, to both of our shows. Yeah. Uh, who was your guest? Um, Shane Wood. He's the founder of uh, Rednecks for Rainbows on, on okay. TikTok and Facebook. It's a huge um, LGBTQ ally group that okay. he started up, and it's, it's pretty big. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know anything about it. I'll have to. I'll have to look him up. Yeah. What's the name of your show? One bad mama's mouth. One bad mama's yeah. mouth. Ally advocate and small town rebel. I feel like that pretty much summed me up. That's pretty good. I like that. It's yeah. it's, a, it's a mouthful, but it's it, catchy. It's long, but it's catchy. <laughs> that that's what she said. Yeah, um, that's what she said. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, that's cool. I'm proud of you. There's a. Uh, there's been several people that have done the show and then they will talk to me afterwards or during the show about, Hey, I want to start a podcast or, or whatever. And I always tell everybody, it's a great idea. As long as you, uh, how do I put this? As long as you aren't boring as hell, you're mm. not boring. You actually can talk about several subjects. You don't seem like a, like a, you're not simple. That's the nicest way I can put it to some of these people that want to start shows is you have to be entertaining. People don't realize, like, you can't just do yeah. one topic. You, you, Not everybody's cut out for it. Yeah, you can't do one topic. You have to be ready to talk about any and everything at a drop of a hat. And you also got to be smart enough to be, if somebody brings something up, instead of you trying to sound like you know what the hell they're talking about, ask questions, because more than likely the listener doesn't know what the hell they're talking about either. Yeah. And a lot of people, they, just, they don't get how this works. I, I'm lucky because... I came from radio to this mm -hmm. and uh, otherwise I would be lost. Mm. I mean, it's gonna, I'm, I'm still somewhat lost. I don't know all the ins and outs, but like you said, you know, you can't, you can't be simple and you got to know how to talk. And like when I'm, when I'm dead and gone and they write my obituary or obituary, is that a word? I don't yeah. Know. Obituary is <laughs> the right word. You're right. But I, I hope simple is never a word that is used to describe me. And I, that's why it's called one bad mama's mouth because like literally it, anybody, if you know me or you meet me just for a few seconds, I like to talk, man. I just, I probably talk way too much, but when you mentioned podcasts and I enjoyed doing yours with you, like it just fit. I was like, hell yeah, this is a, a reason to talk a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and about a little bit of everything. Like, I mean, we can all learn something from each other. So why not? 
Well, it's self-therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, there's this, if you have a following already on social media, as you do, mm-hmm. the, it, you'd be stupid not to. I mean, it's just for the simple fact that you get to put out, yeah, you get to do live sometimes and you get to put out a minute to three minute long videos, but right. people don't really get to know who you are by doing this. People get invested in you and they get to know the real you. They get to know the unscripted version of you. And that's, that's when you build real people who are going to be in your camp. Yeah. You're like, this is real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, uh, I've had a couple of fake ones on here and I've called, I I ain't called any shit, but, uh, like that, a hood guy that was on my show. Some Hmm. people have messaged me recently about him because, uh, I got drunk on my new year's Eve special, uh, surprise. And yeah. uh, apparently I said something about him on there. And I've had a couple of people message me and be like, what's your deal with it? And I was like, well, I let him on my show thinking that he did not abuse. Like he did not abuse somebody. And then because I'm a very fair person, I wanted to have the people he, the uh, people who were abused on the show. So I had them on the next episode. And I was kind of in the middle. I didn't know. You I mean, it's hearsay. You never know who to believe or whatever. But yeah. when somebody ends up getting locked up for domestic violence and they're still in jail, you, you know, I've, yeah. I've said it openly as many times as I can, you know, go fuck that guy um, or he could fuck himself. And I just don't care. And if there's a lot of people that still follow his accounts or his videos or whatever it was, you know, don't listen to my show. You're following somebody who uh, was a domestic violence person and I hate them. Yeah. I mean, you can be funny all day long, but I mean, if you're genuinely not a good person at the heart of it, you kind of lose me. You lose, you know, me as a follower because I can't see past that. I want to know that you're a good, genuine person. I'm such a skeptical person that it's hard for me to even take a lot of people serious anyway. Like, I, it's almost where I can almost see through your, I don't know if it's a gift or it's a curse. I can see through some, like I have a bunch of friends that are conservatives on, on social media and I'm not a conservative. I'm an independent. Like I can't get behind some of their arguments Mm -hmm. and I can't get behind liberals arguments. I'm an independent. Like I just, I think everybody, yeah, I don't think you should be categorized in a box or whatever. If you know, you support the, the alphabet community, the alphabet mafia. I love the alphabet mafia. Most people would think that I didn't. They've never done a damn thing to me. I, I am all about people living their life and being as happy as they want to be. And, you know, I, a lot of people that I love aren't on that side of the fence with it. They want to quote the Bible and stuff. And I, I believe in the Bible. Stay in a box. You don't have to. Yeah. Everybody doesn't have to fit in a box. Yeah. that. But what I was getting with the conservatives, they're the worst ones. They're the worst ones about acting one way on social media. And then when you meet them in person, they're completely different. And, uh, you know, I just said, you know, I got more respect for people like you um, and some weird motherfuckers that I've had on this show. I had a guy on my show. Uh, his name was Matt Oxley. I, uh, I talk about this guy a lot. He's from my community. We went to school together. Uh, he's a very, very intelligent young man. Well, he's not young anymore. Uh, he's older than me, but he's getting married to a, a, a trans person. And. I had him on my show and everybody in our community thinks this guy's a fucking idiot. They think he, they think he's a moron, not because of that, but just because a bunch of his beliefs. It's one of the best shows I've ever done. It was so great to have somebody sitting across from me that was just as passionate about their views as I am about mine. And he was respectful about it. Mm -hmm. That dude is welcome back in my studio at any point in time. And there's a lot of people that are full blown conservatives that aren't that I won't have back in here because they're closed-minded and fucking stupid. Right. You'll, you'll be surprised what you can learn and um, how your mentality can change if you just let that guard down and just talk to somebody like it's just a person. Like, let go of your freaking hang-ups and just, I don't know. You're right. People are idiots. Yeah. There's too many hang-ups nowadays. I just, you know, I just wish people would stay in their own lane, but if you are going to veer in somebody else's, respect them. Respect them until they don't respect you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and by the way, uh, congratulations to, uh, is it Lexi and Jake? Yes. They're about to get married, right? Your daughter? daughter? Oh my God. Not about, yeah. Like it's a week from today. Oh, congrats. On, on a Friday? 
on a Friday evening. Um, there's many reasons for that. Originally, I think they were um, going to, you know, leave straight from there and have that whole weekend or whatever, how long for their honeymoon. And then um, also, when you look at venues, <laughs> you know, Friday is a hell of a lot cheaper than Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> I bet it is. So, yeah. yeah, Friday was about fifteen, a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars cheaper than the very next day. So we're like, mm, Friday it is. I was getting expensive. <laughs> I was surprised when you messaged me and you were like, "Hey, will you do a video telling them congratulations?" <laughs> I, I love I love your style of videos. It's so funny because you're hardly ever looking at the camera and you're just talking shit, but it's so effective. Like, this is what I'm good at. It's, that's right. what I don't know. I don't know why me talking shit is what I'm good at. Like, I could have had any other trait. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't. That's what's so great about it. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell the shit comes from most of the time. <laughs> and what's crazy is like, if I plan to do something, if I'm like, if I sit there and I think it out, yeah. it's trash. Yeah. It is always just trash. Griffin's uh, not for you. No, it's okay. all, it's off the cuff, just random bullshit. Um, that's why I'm good at this. Is I don't know what I'm going to say. And, and like, there's this happy, like I've had to learn a lesson in the past couple of months. Uh, I was a show that I did probably in September, or October. I can't remember when it was, but there was a two hour long show with me and some of my buddies in the last hour of it. I went back and listened to it and I'm blacked out drunk, but I'm still coherent enough to talk. And yeah. I don't even know where some of the shit that, I, that came out of my mouth where it even started from or whatever, but it was great. It was a great episode. And uh, I figured out there's this happy medium area for me that if I'm sober a hundred percent and it's a serious show, mm. I get, I'm very awkward. I'm very, very awkward. I almost need something to knock the edge off for me to not be overwhelmed in the moment, but something like me and you sitting here talking, mm. it would be a hundred times better if I could drink right now. <laughs> Just because I will, I'll say crazy shit. Why are you I, not? <laughs> uh, my daughter, my daughter's uh, here. We're gonna go do some shit, and I don't drink around her. Well, um, yeah, I like to, I like to have fun, but my daughter has never seen me drunk in ten years. She won't ever see me drunk, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I don't drink at dinners or stuff around her. Um, I grew up in a house where drinking was always there, and it grew up, and it kind of left a mark on me. And if I'm gonna drink, I'm gonna do it outside of being around her. That's, that's good that you went the opposite direction. I had to. I, did, yeah. I didn't want to put her through that. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit about Lexi and Jake. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lexi is, um, you know, she's my oldest. I had her when I was 17, and we've kind of grown up with each other, I guess you could say. You know, that sounds cliche, but we really did. Um, she's so much my equal. I mean, there's times when – the mother-daughter thing just fades away and she's kind of like my sister best friend kind of thing, which can be problematic, but we're basically the same person. She's a lot taller than me. She's just like, I don't, I'm not a little person. I'm really not. I'm five, five. I'm like 170 pounds. I'm not a little person. When you see a video or a picture of me and her, her standing side by side, you'll think I'm a midget, <laughs> but like, that's the only difference. Like we have the same humor. We have the same taste in music. We laugh the same. Like literally we're the same person. And so sometimes we butt heads, but she's just the genuine, and I, like, you know, like you said in your video, like she just is the greatest person because, and I, you better not get me to cry, Mr. Josh, first that, of all, because we're too close to the wedding. I am not getting emotional yet. I know. I want you to cry. That makes for a good episode. <laughs> but no, seriously, like I know a lot of people try to like, you know, hype up their kids. Like they're the greatest thing ever. Sometimes that's not deserved maybe a lot, but with her, it is, she's, she's literally, and you can ask anybody that is her friend or has come in, you know, contact with her. She's the most loyal friend. She will like spend her last dime if you need it. She's just the, if in any, they have a very, her and Jake have a very large, large circle of friends that are almost like family and they do literally everything together. And she's, you can ask any of them. She's the clown of the group. She if she's going to make sure there's comedy and there's stupid shit involved. Okay. So she's basically me because I was the life of the party. I'll go ahead and say it when I was younger. So her and Jake are just, they're perfect because he kind of, he's a goofball in himself. He's like goofy as hell, but he's calmer. She gets my ADHD through and through. So he's the calm 
version of her and they just bounce off of each other so well i couldn't have picked a better match for her even if i was paid to do it that's cool that's yeah. cool uh like it in the video i sent you that is the best compliment a parent can give to another parent is how awesome their kid is my kid doesn't suck like my love my daughter she's a genius uh she's the top of her class and gifted she's good at sports um she's got a great personality I, i'm not looking forward to her being old enough to get married but I, I i can only imagine being as happy as for her as what you are for lex yeah i mean it's cool there's and you're right there's a lot of kids who don't deserve it there's a lot of kids that are complete assholes and uh not just assholes they're just not i'm glad and i'm not knocking any of the parents out there just got to go through this yeah i'm glad that i get to grow up or my daughter gets to grow up or we get to grow together right. as her being like my best friend and her being so awesome. There's a lot of kids that aren't like that. And their parents just don't have that connect. I would hate to be one of those parents that just doesn't get their kids, you know? Exactly. Don't, don't understand your child. I understand mine. And uh, I'm scared. A lot of, of time it. they don't understand them because the effort isn't put in. There's not, I don't know how to say it, but like, you know, if you, if you put in enough effort, you, you will understand your child and you'll know how to um, correct them and communicate with them and stuff like that. But sometimes when a kid is quote unquote bad, um, some parents just, they're not in it to win it. They kind of shut it off and they just discipline them and they don't connect with them. Yeah. And that's sad. Well, well, I mean, I don't, right. even, I don't even think it's just if they're bad. I think that you've got some parents that are, Let's just, let's just say from, you know, uh, the organizations that you support so much, the, the Alphabet Mafia folks. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of parents around here. I live in an area to where if you're a gay male and you have a Southern father, you almost will go to your grave hiding who you are and what you like. Like, you have that disconnect. Um, lesbians around here, I don't think anybody gives shit about lesbians, to be honest with you. I don't think it bothers anybody. It really I, is a different world. I, I, I love them. I love lesbians. I call myself the king of lesbians all the time. Like, they're my favorite. I love them because they love what I love. How am I supposed to get mad at an individual for loving the same thing that I love? Right. There's nothing There's nothing more wrong with that. But around here, there is still a stigma. And it's, it's, it's kind of sad. It's really fucking sad that people have to hide who they are and not live the lives that they do. But mainly, they do that because of the disconnect with their family. Their family would never understand them, or they think they wouldn't. So they, they have to live a miserable fucking life. And that that's sad. Oh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head because, I mean, I'm not going to name names, but my daughter, who is a part of this group, uh, my 17-year-old, she has a couple of friends, uh, one in particular, but there are a few, that um, have literally, they they have to come to the meetings in secret. They have to lie about where they're going. Um, they've tried to be open and honest and, you know, have that conversation with their parents. And they've literally been told, no, you're not, next topic. Like, they won't even listen to them. It's not even a conversation because they shut it down so quick. And they don't realize the damage that they're doing, not only to their relationship, but, like, that kid's mental health in general. Yeah, like, no I mean, shit. It's a huge thing. It goes on way more than people know. Yeah, I've I've said this is the crudest way anybody could ever say it, Jennifer. This is the crudest way. If I wanted to suck dick, I'd suck dick. <laughs> but that, that's your prerogative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's how I wish a lot yeah. of people would be. Yeah. It's not appealing to me. I've seen mine. I don't even know why anybody likes it in the first place. I don't, I don't get it. I don't even like mine half the time from the situations <laughs> it's put me in. But why would you be drawn to others? Exactly. I don't. I don't like it. I, you know, if I could pick, it wouldn't be that. But I get it. I get it. Like I want people to be happy. And it just blows my mind that we live in 2022. And you still got people hiding who they are. I, I a lot of people get on my ass because I do support those communities. Um, but they have always, always been very nice to me. They have been very nice to me. I've had uh, only thing I don't like is I happen to have been in Nashville recently, and uh, I befriended someone who's from that community, and they were very, very weird to me. Like, and I'm talking about what do you mean? Touchy, grabby, extra feely. 
Oh, and, they, but, cro- they crossed over that that little border. Yeah, and it was like, you know that I'm cool with you, but yeah. you obviously know I'm not playing for that team. Did they look at you as a challenge, maybe? Did I, they, let, they're like, if I, I'm going to change him. I'm going to change him. I'm going to bring him over to our side. Did they look at you like? If they looked at me that way, they looked all fucking wrong. Because. <laughs> I, I I think women are the most beautiful thing the good Lord ever created. The the big ones, the little ones, the in betweens, the whatever. The good Lord, when He made women, He you know that's that's His greatest gift, as far as I'm concerned, to men. Every decision I've made since the age of 16 has been with a woman like this or not. Mm-hmm. Like, do I buy this truck? Well, let me think about it. Is are women going to like me if I buy this truck? Do I want this job? Are women going to like me if I have this job? Like, yeah. there's there's nothing that can get my fat ass to cross over. Now, I've seen some of these Transformers on TikTok that start off a man, and the next thing you know, they're a beautiful woman. It and, will and it's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I've been – it, it almost makes me feel like I've been tricked at a bar or something before. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you've been, yeah. I'm, I'm sure the wool has been pulled over your eyes, and you didn't even know it. I probably didn't. I'm just glad I've never took one home and found out the hard way, <laughs> literally the hard way. Uh, but no, uh, it, it's weird. I, I like that you, I like that you do that. This is something I wish, and there is a big community that supports everybody now on TikTok and all over through social mo- media and everything, but you kind of still live in an ass backward state, just like I do. Well, I mean, not only that, like it's, it's probably like a huge shock and, and like slap in the face to a a lot of people that have known me all my life. You know, I grew up in a very, very, very Southern Baptist family. And, um, I was not, I always knew that I loved everybody. That wasn't a question. I've never been racist or homophobic or prejudiced in my whole life. Yeah. But the, the minute that, you know, my daughter came out to me and I was seeing how much she was struggling with it and how she knew that, maybe she was going to lose friends or this and that and how big of an issue it was. It made me want to be such a vocal ally. And that was, like I said, it was kind of like a shock to a lot of like my family and just like community members that's known me for a long time. Cause you know, I've been on mission trips, to Guatemala. I've been a Sunday school leader. I've, you know, been in church all my life, but they're not mutually exclusive. You can have sexuality and still love these people and still want to back them and want only the best for them. Like, why do I have to pick one or the other? And so I'm, you know, kind of frowned upon, I am sure in the eyes of a good percentage of my family and, and otherwise like out in the community, but I I really don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. I, I, I don't either. Uh, I, I, my, I recently lost my, my papa and at the funeral and the, some of the people around, there's some people that are going to church every day of their life that are my family members and they're good people. They're good people, but you could just tell when I was around them and I hadn't been around them in a long time that it was, there was a very big divide between the two of us. It wasn't what it used to be between the two of us. Uh, are between there are several of them, and I got to thinking. It was like they've heard some of the things I've said. They yeah. there's no doubt they've seen some of the things I said. There's times um, it's obvious. Yeah, and it's just like you know what? If that's how you feel, because my thing is I don't believe in organized religion anymore. I believe it's your own personal relationship with God, and that's how it was meant to be. I don't. I, I don't believe in the mega churches. I don't. You know, honestly, I don't believe in mission trips. Unless you're going to an area that God's never, unless there's no religion at all, because I don't understand how people can go to an area of Muslims or, or Buddhists and be like, you're, you're wrong. You're, yeah. you're wrong. Because the, the cold hard truth is if we would have been born in that region and yeah. everything, I would like to think that we would still find Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior, because I believe that is the one true God. But how are you going to so go into everybody else? Everybody yeah. else thinks that they're one true God is the same thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, how can you go in and tell somebody they're wrong? I've never, I've never liked that. Yeah. But the one common denominator across all religions to me is love everybody. Mm. Is love everybody. It doesn't tell you, hey, you're only supposed to love them if they're straight. Or, hey, you're only supposed to love them if they date the same uh, race as you. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't give a shit. 
Like, I, actually do it, not just in theory. Yeah, like, I just like you don't. have to practice it. Yeah. <laughs> that, it. That's why I think the way that I am about just, I don't give a shit what you are as long as you don't push your beliefs on me. Now, see, this is where I get in a lot of trouble with folks, though. There's a lot of things that they're teaching in school now that I don't think that you're supposed to teach children. I think that these kids are supposed to develop things on their own. I think there's a lot of things that are on social media or on Netflix or something now that progresses a child's mind to where they're starting to think about, am I a boy or girl at the age of 10? You don't even know what the hell you are yet. Like you don't even know as a person what you are yet, what you're attracted to. And I do believe that there are some people that know from birth. I, re I really do, but I don't think that you're supposed to teach children this shit. I think by the time, yeah, yeah, like when they get about 16 and they're like, your brain's not developed to your 20 or 22 or something like that. How are you supposed to change your whole lifestyle? Everything. There are kids that are getting gender reassignment surgeries at 14 years old because a therapist is saying it's okay. Yeah, that's that. To me, that's a little too young. You know, I'm I'm not a professional. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a doctor. But I mean, it seems like we need to. I need to come into adulthood a little bit before we make rash decisions because there's things I I would have thought about myself or agreed to or you know felt strongly about at 14 that is just foreign to me now. Yeah. Yeah, th think so. about that. If you had to make a decision at 14 years old, regardless of what that decision was, mm -hmm. and you had to live with it the rest of your life. It's not just a tattoo. <laughs> no, exactly. That, that's the best example somebody yeah. can give, though. A lot of people, I didn't. I mean, I've got a shitty tattoo or two, mm -hmm. but it was all after the age of 18. There are some people I know that got some trashy ass trailer park tattoos at the age of 12 years old, and they have to live with those the rest of yeah. their life or pay to get it covered or up. Or either get a really good cover up. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You can't make decisions that young that are life lasting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, if you don't mind me asking, how was it when your daughter came out to you? Um. <clears throat> Well, to be quite honest, uh, she came out because my oldest daughter, the one that's getting married, is bi. Okay. Um, and, you know, she's never had, quote unquote, like a, a relationship with a female. But, you know, she's dabbled and she knows that she's bi. And okay. so. <laughs> I don't so, blame her. Well, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> I've had my moments. I even left a comment on one of your videos. I was like, I can't preach to you. I've been there, done that. But anyway. Nothing wrong with it to me. <laughs> but, like. So she knew, Jayla knew that about her before I did and, you know, had been for a while because they're very close. They're, they're, there's a six-year age gap between the two, but my 17-year-old is an old, old soul and they're pretty much equal men mental-wise. Yeah. And um, so she came out to her first. This was about two and a half years ago. She came out to her first and they had been talking and stuff. And evidently she was, you know, really, really, really epic because she has extreme anxiety. Like we're not even going to go there. But she came out to her first and she was apprehensive about opening up to us. And, you know, mainly like me and my husband or whatever. And um, Lexi let it slip to me one day. And uh, like, I think a joke was being made about this or that. I think I made a, a scissoring joke between like her, Lexi. Those are some of my favorite jokes to make. Oh, it was a good one. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were rolling laughing. And she said, no, that's Jayla. And I said, ah, she like, would, that's I good. Said, we ain't going to skim past what you just said. Like you didn't just say what you just said. And so she was like, mama, you cannot, she needs to be the one to tell you first. I'm sorry. I said anything. I didn't realize it. So anyway, I kept quiet, but my immediate response was to cry. I, I cried for hours and it wasn't because I was disappointed in her. It wasn't because I didn't know how I felt about it. It was only because she didn't tell you she didn't feel comfortable didn't enough telling you. Exactly. That she yep. felt like she couldn't come to me with it. And that's what broke my heart is that if she had already told Lexi and, you know, her sister and whatever, then I know that she's been dealing with it for a while. She didn't just all of a sudden wake up one morning and tell her sister something like that. So that's what broke my heart. And then it, it took about a month or two more. I think it was about two months later. Um, it was in October, uh, you know, about two or three, two years ago. 
And uh, we had went to a Mexican restaurant, and it was just me and her, um, kind of like a mother-daughter date. And, you know, with a packed Mexican restaurant, you know, the music going in the background, we're trying to eat our little enchiladas, and that's when she told me. And uh, that was perfect on her part because uh, I couldn't overreact. <laughs> you know, it don't matter how I felt about it. She knew what she was doing. Um, and so, yeah, I was just like, baby doll, I was like, I love you. It, I love you unconditionally. Like that doesn't change how I view you whatsoever. And if you've been holding on to this for a while, then I apologize. I apologize for whatever made you feel like you could not come to me. So one of the things that I got in some hot water about when I was working in radio mm-hmm. was uh, this conversation came up one day and someone had called in with, and I had said pretty much everything I said now, uh, in country radio in the state of Georgia, you know, certain shit that they don't want you talking about and they don't want you having a difference of opinion. But uh, I'm me and I'm not, I don't ever play my opinions down for good or bad. Like I'm going to tell you how I feel. I've always just been that way. And uh, this old ass, old ass woman called it. And she was like, how dare you say that? You wouldn't want your daughter being a lesbian. Like you wouldn't. And I was like, is she happy in your scenario? And she said, what does it matter if she's happy or not? Oh my God. And I was like, I would rather my child be happy than be miserable. I want my kid to know that she can talk to me about any and everything. I don't care. Like, you know what the worst, and like I made a joke and it was probably a trashy joke, but I'm a trashy person. And they were like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, shit, now my, me and my little buddy can go to strip clubs together. We can have a good time. We're going to bond I, even more. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we're going to be like, Hey, you see that girl, with that fat ass over there. Yeah. Let's see which one of us can take her home. And uh, apparently that's frowned upon. Uh, but I, I don't care. Like I don't have a son, uh, that I know of, but if I, but if I did, <laughs> but if I did, I wouldn't care if he wanted to be gay. I mean, it's, would there be a part of me that I guess you kind of, as a parent, you're like, I think with girls, it's probably different than boys, though. I, I really do. I don't know why there is a That's stigma. why I said it's a totally different world. Like, yeah. for whatever reason, they, yeah. they're both gay, but it's yeah. two totally separate issues. Well, it's when you see a woman. I don't think that anybody can deny that women are, are, are beautiful. It's every part of y'all. Like, every part of y'all was created for us to eyeball, for, for good or bad. Like, it's probably, you know, I don't God know. Was biased. He was, yeah, he was yeah I don't. I get it. I get it. Uh. But you just don't understand, I guess, with men, you just don't get it. But also, the reason why I don't get it is I'm not gay. Yeah. I, I, I can't look at another man and be like, I'll, I, I'll tell you what, if I, I think Ryan Reynolds and Thor are fucking smoke shows. I think they're beautiful men, <laughs> but, but I don't want to take either one of them home. That's, that's admiration. That's not yeah. love. Yeah. I wish I looked like fucking Thor. I'd get in so much trouble. <laughs> All right. But no, I just, it, I think it's, it's a, I think it's a, the anatomy part for it that what it boils down to for like hardcore straight people that yeah. don't understand it. It's the anatomy difference between a man and a woman. You see two women kissing, it's almost intoxicating. Like you it's, can't it's turn very away. intoxicating. Yeah, but uh, for a lot of people, you see two men kissing and like you immediately feel repulsed, and that's a that's a big deal, you know, with the straight conservative whatever people. Like they just they get so disgusted that they feel the need to like preach it people you know what i mean stop doing it because i don't like it it makes me uncomfortable well you ain't gotta watch yeah exactly and the uncomfortable part you couldn't have picked a better word i mean that's literally what it is it's people that are put into uncomfortable situations they automatically are like i fucking hate this this is disgusting instead of trying to understand it because anger is the default motion yeah, this is like, oh, we're going to be just trash or we're going to be ugly about this. No, don't be fucking ugly. Just ignore it. Mm-hmm. The only thing I don't like about that community, to be real with you, mm-hmm. is is there are some people and it's very few far and in between. It's like probably one out of every 1000. I think I know where you're going with this. That are just so over the top with pushing it off. Like I'm, I'm cool with the pride parades. I really fucking am. But there are some people that go and they've got their outfits or whatever it is. I'm not talking about flamboyant. Flamboyant's okay. If you want to be loud and proud, by all means. But don't have 
colored rainbow dildos tat- uh, all over you, walking mm-hmm. up and down streets and everything where you're going to see children. If anything, that community should preach love and modesty. Would modesty be the right word? Uh, I don't know. Just not in your face so much and vulgar. I don't like it when it's vulgar, but I also I don't- knew where you were going. That's yeah. it. I knew where you were going with yeah. it because I think you're talking about the subculture that is so in your face that it's yeah. almost like they're welcoming the attack. I think they want the attack. Yes. I it, think- it, it gives the ones that hate the community validation and a reason to not like them. And yeah. um, there's always that, you know, that percentage of any, you know, group of people, no matter what, that kind of like don't represent them very well. No, no, it's, 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 I guess it's not funny. It's, I guess tragic would be the right word. Yeah. But, but, um, like when I was making a joke, I call the transsexuals transformers because I think it's funny. I mean, no hate. If they want to call me a name, I'm fine as long as we're able to sit at a table and bullshit back and forth. I think everybody's open to yeah. humor as long as I am like, you can roast me as long as I can roast you. Like, that's just people talking shit. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, I think what happens, though, and I think this is where it gets sad, is like, we'll just use the the transsexuals as an example here. You have a lot of beautiful people on social media that transform from a man to a woman, and you can't tell the difference. But then there's like these two or three guys or girls. I don't know what the fuck you call them. Uh, and I don't do the pronoun stuff. It might make you mad or some other people mad. If you look like a woman, I'm calling you a woman. If you look like a man, I'm calling you a man. Sir and 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 ma'am is what I say. But there's like a few individuals that they go around and they have their shirts off mm-hmm. and they say very fucked up, vulgar things, trying to get conservatives and other people to attack them. And you know that they're transitioning. You, you know that they are. They're showing off, I guess, their defects because they haven't had the surgeries or whatever yet. And it is vulgar to children. Children should not be looking at that on a children's app. But oh, then, but, then yeah. t- but then TikTok gets put in a situation or any social media that if we take this person's video down, they mm. can sue us. Yeah. So it's almost you're playing into they're, that they're very, tic- Yeah, TikTok is very, um, they're, they're a huge ally, you know, type of yeah. app. They, they advertise for that so yeah they're kind of caught in the middle a little bit that one that one percent i think though the other 99 percent in that community probably dislike that one percent as much as anybody else does like. i would dare to say that's true they want to be represented well because i mean we're, we're we're trying to strive for equality right but when you've got the ones that want to beat you down with do you it, have a jason bank shirt on I do. I do. I like that fucking guy so much. I want to have him on my show so bad. I think he's, he's so my important. idol. Oh no. Okay, we have a bet going on because I want to get him first. Okay. <laughs> you you got we a big. You, we can share. Right. You got a you got a bigger account. You should have a pretty good chance of getting him. Well, I mean, I've I've met him and um, he's a really cool dude. D- whatever. Um, we've messaged back and forth. He knows that he's my inspiration. Like cool. my pet family stemmed from his, and there's so many parallels for both of them. He is a freaking comedic genius, is he not? Uh, he's his stand up is he, even better than his TikTok. Yep. Yeah. He he is without a doubt one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. He is, and I don't understand. Uh, like uh, I've got to know uh, Justin Danger um a good bit he was on the show and then me and him hit it off very well and became buddies uh i think he's fucking smart what he he's does cool too, yeah but that dude that jason banks guy he has got it down pat and he does it so fucking perfect and i love his clapbacks oh my god he can make the funniest clapbacks because he doesn't give a shit that he he doesn't he knows there and like you should have the same mentality because I I have it and a lot of other people that I've got to meet TikTok is just another form of marketing for yourself it is not who you are this is just the best way to get the next step started for yourself and you know I mean that Jason is one of those people that he knows that he knows that you can you can sit there and you can talk shit to me you can do whatever. But when I come back at you, I'm going to embarrass you. you I'm going yeah. I'm to make you look like a dumbass. And <laughs> I love that shit because that's why nobody, I don't ever get hate. 
It's very, very rare that I get hate because I don't really attack nobody. I just kind of do my own shit. And then, you know, I I, kind of never problematic. (laughs) Yeah. I started off, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some conservative stuff. I'm going to do some political shit that I believe in and everything. Mm -hmm. But I very quickly realized there's already a million people doing that. It doesn't make you special. If you're going to do it, put your real feelings out there and your real feelings. You know, for me, I, that, that's where I do get my hate is I don't believe in, in racism. I hate it. Uh, I don't believe in fucking people being treated different because their sexuality, um, you know, and, and unless you're just a bigot in the year 2022, you can't come at somebody who's just, promoting love and promoting happiness. If you do that, you're a fucking idiot because not only am I going to make you look dumb, but then everybody else on the internet is going to destroy your ass for being stupid. Oh my God. Like when you were talking about earlier, like I, I, I have, you know, a lot of followers or whatever, like I have the best, I don't even like calling them fans. Cause I don't, a fan is somebody, word. oh my God, it's for somebody with a celebrity status. It's almost untouchable. Dude, I am from a small, I am no celebrity. Um, but yeah, all my followers, they are freaking awesome. Um, the only time I've ever really that I can remember gotten any kind of hate, like a lot of comments that were hating on me and just coming after me was when, um, I was joking around about how many outfit changes I'm going to have at my daughter's wedding and how I'm going to be just over the top and extra and blah, blah, blah. And everybody was coming for me like, no, you're just the mom. You don't get to change dresses. Like really, really coming for me. Like, oh, your poor daughter. I'm like, bitch, my daughter is the one that's picked out these dresses and told me it's a prerequisite. It is a rule. I have to be extra. You know what I mean? Extra. Yeah. I've, I've worked for it. I'm paying all this damn money. I'm going to wear whatever the hell I want to. I'm sorry that it triggers y'all. I don't know why. And then, like, all of my followers were just, like, going after them, just going after them, going, like, you don't know her stock. And so I literally have the best people um, on my page, and I love them so much. And, um, yeah, the, the people that come in and, like, hate on you and bully and the, the times where you're given a reason to clap back, you got to remember, they're just – like losers that don't have any confidence and that's well, they're the miserable. Way. Exactly. They're miserable but, people. Yeah. I, and I would, I would figure that if you did get hate, the people that are miserable are probably, you know, this is, like I said, I'm a very vulgar person. Don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're probably the ones that wishes they could come out. They're probably the ones that wish yeah. they, they could, you know, that's what with men, mm-hmm. I have found it time and time again. Uh, if you were around our group of buddies, our group of buddies don't have a single homophobe in it because we're all very comfortable with what, how we feel. But when you get around certain people and the second somebody says like a, a gay joke, I mean, we're grown men. We don't mean it in no way bad, but like, hey, it'll suck one, you know, yeah, just, just, just playing around as men talking shit. It's locker room talk. Yeah. The second you say that to somebody who's got those feelings that harbor it deep down, that is, damn, do they know? Do they, have they seen my search history? They're they, the, they can't joke around about it yeah. without maybe giving a clue. <laughs> yeah, they're the ones who yeah. are usually the ones that say awful shit to people on social media. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who usually secretively, you know, just they're, they're just ugly because they're miserable. They're yeah. fucking miserable that they'll never get to do and live the way that they want to. And, but and it just boils down to confidence. The people that don't have confidence and wish they could be as open and vocal and, and proud of themselves as you are, they're going to come at you because they can't do it themselves. Yeah. And you have to, with the, the route that you've chosen, the route that I've chosen mm-hmm. uh, in life, we have to, regardless of what it is, you have to be vocal. You have to stand by yeah. your guns. You have to, I, I don't think I dress weird, uh, but I wear a lot of cutoffs. That's all I wear. And it's not because like I got big arms or tattoos or anything like that. That's just my look. I like looking trashy. I like wearing jeans, boots, and cutoffs. It's, yeah. it, it's my style. We have our own style. We have our own, regardless the dresses you wear or whatever, you're being your authentic version of yourself and you're not giving a shit what other people think. Same way with me. Um, I don't know if you ever seen them. I wear very, very loud, obnoxious, pearl snap cowboy shirts. 
Yeah. Uh, they're my favorite. When I go to a bar or something. Oh, the, I, I follow you on Instagram. Yeah, the, I've seen what you're talking the about. The louder, mm-hmm. the more obnoxious it is because that's me. I'm a loud, obnoxious ass person. So <laughs> I want the shit that I wear to yeah. be a reflection of me. Um, you know, they used to say, uh, clothes make the man. I don't, I don't really think that I think the man makes the clothes. I think that whatever you wear in your style, you could have a $5 outfit from dollar store, but if you're confident, you'll fucking murder with it. You'll, you'll be able to do whatever in that outfit. You could have a $3,000 suit on. And if you're not confident, then it's, it's worthless. You might as well got it from the fucking penny store. Well, that's exactly that's so funny you say that because like a lot of times i'll have people come in on my videos and they'll be like oh my god i love that you know whatever that dress those pants blah blah blah, blah. where'd you get it so they can go get it. i'm like uh the thrift store <laughs> but i can't remember which one <laughs> might have even been a yard sale like i don't care i do not follow trends i dress how i want to no matter you know and i don't even have a specific style it's just whatever the hell i want to wear on that day and um yeah, I don't I don't feel the need to to follow what everybody else is wearing. It's just stupid. That's what makes you unique, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just one of the few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, being unique in the world that we live in, whether it's doing a podcast or doing social media, if you're not unique, then you're just a follower. You're just, you know, somebody that falls in. You're a lamb. Mm-hmm. You're a lamb or you're a sheep. And I don't mean that like in the political sense. A lot of people want to say, that sheeps are just, you know, whatever, but sheeps is a, a term that you can use for anything. Yeah. Me and you, not that we're trendsetters. Cause I don't know if anybody's dressing like you. I don't, I don't know think if I'm cool pro- enough to be a trendsetter. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I am either. <laughs> yeah. I, so I don't think that, you know, there's people going out buying shit because of, of what I wear or because uh, of what you wear, yeah. but we don't give a fuck. We're going to dress how we want to. We didn't see anybody else dressing like this one day and being like, Oh, you know what? This is exactly how I want to dress. Now we do what feels right to us. And that's, you know, that's what makes us unique. And that's what makes us cool. Well, I don't, yeah. I, but uh, tell them real quick where they can find your show. And we got to get you uploading some episodes. Um, I've got several lined up. I'm going to okay. be doing several within um, this next week or two, actually. Well, good. Um, yeah. So tell them how they can find them. The name of it, all that again, before we get off here and your social media handles. (laughs) One bad mama's mouth. Um, And it's on Spotify. It's on Deezer. It's on um, Podcast Addict, I think it is. Um, I'm working on getting it on Apple and uh, iHeart. I'm working on getting on those two, but it's on all of the other ones. Sweet. What and uh, I probably uh, post. I a lot of times I'm going to record and post them on my YouTube as well. So, okay. Uh, yeah. l- l- couple hints real first for you. Don't put them out on YouTube the same time you put them out on. Um, uh, put them out after. That way, people have to go download it to listen to. I'm bad. I, I don't have like a hundred downloads already on my first episode. That's good. Like, I know that's not a big number, but I was like, at least it's more than two. Hey, look. <laughs> I I promise you. I'm spoiled because the amount of downloads we get, but it really doesn't matter when you're starting off as long as there's downloads. Like it, it didn't matter if you had five on your first episode, as long as you have 10 on the one after that. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're growing. It, I mean, because it, it took me, we started in October of last year. I got signed by a management company in March. So it took seven months or whatever it is, five months to get going to where it was something that people knew that they could make money off of and I could make money with. Right. It, it takes a little while, but you have to just be consistent and work. And you have a unique enough personality that you get people that are different than you on there too. See, I don't, I don't want to be pigeonholed into any one category. Yeah, don't. Like mine is, is for a lot of stuff, whether it's like sexual assault or, yeah. you know, addiction or incarceration or ADHD or LGBTQ. Like, I mean, I just had, you know, LGBTQ ally in Irish Wolfhound. And then guess who I'm going to turn around and do one with this coming up week, like Monday or Tuesday. Do you know Holly Hugs? Oh my God. That freaking woman is so funny. She I don't, I don't know her. She work. You have to look her up now, but she works uh, at a sex toy shop, and okay. that's her main content. Is she tells stories of like what people come in there and ask for? 
She is freaking hilarious. Ah, uh, that sounds fucking good. Like, yes. and we're might, just talking about sex toy stuff for an hour. So that's you awesome. might have to give her my number because that yeah. sounds like an interesting episode. She wanted to do the one with, that we did with the mom, like the badass moms of TikTok or whatever. Yeah. She wanted to do that, but she didn't let me know it ahead of time. So I was like, okay, you're going to have to be on mine when I start up mine. That's like a given. Well, you let her know that I would love that. This sounds like something I'm so awkward when it comes to talking about sex. Mm -hmm. I am. I am. I'm telling you, like, she'll drag it out of you. Yeah. I, I, I've had, uh, I've had dominatrix on this show and mm -hmm. I'm blown away every time. It's just like, I'm, I'm not mature enough to do these type of shows uh because i'm still like a little kid at heart i'm a man child so yeah. like they'll say something and i guess they're expecting like an adult reaction back but yeah. i'm like <laughs> does it it's funny like, i've been known to be a 10 year old boy yeah, at times too yeah. so it's fine it happens well um if you ever need anything with your podcast i am going to listen to the one that you've already sent me uh and if you need any tips or anything you know we love you around here we appreciate what you do i can take all the help i can get and i appreciate you like inspiring me and kind of mentoring me through this well That's just awesome. the biggest bit of advice i can give you is mm -hmm. have fun with every episode and just be you you're yeah. not this is the only place where freedom of speech still exists as mm -hmm. far as social media goes uh that's why I'm excited. I don't have to yeah. worry about getting banned. Yeah, you can be your authentic version it's of yourself. It's a whole yourself. new world. <laughs> and no matter, no matter what guest, this is probably the biggest one, yeah. is no matter who your guest is, mm -hmm. you talk to them the same way that me and you are talking now. It could be somebody that's, a, that's worth millions and millions of dollars, that's got tens of millions of followers or whatever. Yeah. Talk to them the same way you would talk to somebody who had none. Um, just uh, yeah, because treat everybody the same. Effect. Yes, I do not get nervous. People, uh, everybody's the same to me. I don't care what you do, who you are, how much you make. I don't think I've got nervous yet. I think I've been weird about a couple things, but I don't think I've got nervous yet. That's good. Cool. Well, anyway, well, uh, <laughs> congratulations to Lexi and Jake. Uh, and I uh, hope y'all have a pray for me. Pray, pray for me. I will. I will. My nerves. Yes. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You already said what a good kid he is. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I'm going to get so drunk. It's going to be so fun. Where is it at? Um, at a place called Douglas Manor outside of like between Columbiana and Chelsea. So, okay, um, cool. yeah, kind of kind of close to the house. But cool. Yeah, it's well, be fun. well, I'll keep you all in our prayers and I hope they have a beautiful union. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, thank you all for listening to Politics, Religion and Whiskey. I will catch you all next time.